Good evening, and welcome to the Rhythm Notes of Public Health with me, Kai Ianta. I am the soul of public health. Today, I'm very excited because you know we're doing our women's series, and today we're going to be talking with Dr. Lori. She's one of our favorite um, Black Pink advisory team. Today, we're going to be talking about um, continuation of the things that we have already talked about. Today, we're going to be talking about um, yeast infection. So I'm excited about this women's series. Um, with no further ado, we're going to bring in Dr. Lori and get this thing started. Hey, Dr. Lori. Hi, how are you today? I am doing well. How are you? Doing just fine on this terrific Tuesday. I know. Listen, I gotta, I have to, I have to get some energy. I've been hanging out, partying this weekend during uh-huh. Corona, but I got both my shots. Uh-huh. And um, so, but during my whole time of partying, we were walking, and I think I counted that we walked a total of uh 17 miles this weekend like we walked like (laughs) we were partying we were we were drinking but we were walking so it was like yeah and and so you know I always say the one thing that I I learned this weekend that when you're drinking and you're walking then your muscles are are uh, fatigued that you are really really sore so I'm really really sore because we did a lot of lot of walking so um, yeah, let's let me get this energy going and let's get started because the people just want to know about what they want to know. And today we have a continuation of our vaginal health and sex series. Today we're talking about um, yeast infection. So we yes. talked about bacteria vaginosis yes. and vaginal dryness. And today we're talking about yeast infection. So Dr. Laurie. Yes, ma'am. Who really needs no introduction. If you listen to, the, listen to the podcast, you know who she is and you know she's a part of our advisory team and she's going to tell you how to reach her and make an appointment. And remind me when we get off, I have an appointment, someone I need you to call that I've talked into getting some pellets. Oh, uh, a gentleman. So I'm excited. Wonderful. wonderful. I'm excited. Wonderful. I'm, I, he said, you don't, you don't beat me down. I'm ready to get them. So I'm excited. So I'm going to give you, remind me to give you the person's number. We got to get everybody to have an optimal balance, you know? Yes, yes. So I'm looking forward to uh, him coming back and saying, I'm feeling great after these pellets because I always tell you, I don't know what life is without them. Without. Yeah, absolutely. Forgot, forgot what it was. Forgot, forgot what, what it was. was. Like forget, until, until they start to deplete getting de- depletion store happens and they fade away be like wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> I don't feel like I want to feel I want to feel the other way I was feeling so it, it is it is a difference so okay Dr. Lori let's get into it um we're going to be talking about what it is what does it look like what does it feel like why do we get it and when do we get it well yeast infection so yeast is like the biggest, I don't know, I should have invented monostat because they, people just always think they have a yeast infection. Always, yeah, always, always. <laughs> everything, everything. Everything is yeast infection. So um, basically there's always yeast in your body. There's always yeast in the vaginal area. Mm-hmm. Um, a yeast infection 
um, is not an actual infection in that you don't necessarily catch it from someone or somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, what happens is the balance, the delicate balance that's in the body when it um, goes one way or the other and the other bacteria may die off, um, the yeast get a chance to flourish and overgrow. And okay. then that becomes the yeast quote unquote infection, but you don't necessarily catch it from another individual or catch it from a place. It has to do with an imbalance within your, uh, your body's ecosystem, if you will. Okay. And so you said that we, we have yeast in our bodies, right? And you said that the infection happens when bad yeast, you said? No, when, when the other bacteria, it's kind of like you have bacteria and you have yeast and okay. they're kind of keeping each other in check. So, to okay. so the, the most, the most, and I'm jumping ahead, but uh -huh. the most common time to get a yeast infection is after you've been on an antibiotic of some sort. Mm -hmm. So um, you get a, a respiratory infection, a sinus infection, you get a urinary tract infection, you go to the doctor, they give you seven to 10 days of antibiotics. Mm -hmm. And then the, um, you're taking the antibiotics and you know, it's clearing up the bad bacteria, it's clearing up whatever's going on. And then a few days later, you notice you, you have a yeast infection because those bacteria, the, the antibiotics don't just target the one bacteria that's causing say your sinus infection. Okay. It will, it'll wipe out all the bacteria in your body, the good and the bad. Uh -huh. And so when those good bacteria are gone, that allows the yeast to kind of just overgo and flourish and grow unchecked. Mm -hmm. And therefore that's when the yeast infection happens. Mm -hmm. And so what are some other things while we're talking, while we're talking about um, what was causing it, what are some other things that may cause um, the yeast infection? You were saying that when the body becomes imbalanced, um, mm -hmm. what are some things that'll cause the body to become imbalanced? Well, one of the other main things is um, too much sugar, actually. Mm -hmm. um, diabetic women tend to have a problem with regular yeast infections. Yeast thrive on sugar. If you mm -hmm. make it Say that part again. Say, for the people in the back who don't have they, <laughs> for the people who don't have their uh, hearing devices up loud, uh, their radio up loud, please say that part again. Please, Dr. Lewis. What I said was yeast thrive on sugar. Yeast thrives on sugar. On sugar. Mm -hmm. So the higher the sugar content in your blood, in your body, the more yeast you'll have in your body. Mm -hmm. um, so a sign of that my diabetic patients are not taking their medicine as prescribed and not controlling their blood sugars is I'll begin to get calls from them about their frequent yeast infections hmm. because the sugar in their bodies is so high that the yeast begin to thrive and overgrow on a regular basis. Okay. Um, and so I, I'm just going to stay there right there on that yeast thrive on sugar part because mm -hmm. it's so very important because you know, most things that we eat is sugar, right? Correct. We may not be aware of that we're eating sugar. And when we eat things in abundance, right, then we have this potential of we may get a yeast infection because right. yeast thrive on sugar, right? right. And right. which, 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 which brings me to sugar is an alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So if you overindulge <laughs> and you're not drinking no water, <laughs> and no water, and no water, yeah, and you're not yeah. drinking any water, let's throw that in because water, what does your, what does, what does water do 
for the yeast, Dr. Lauren? Well, water dilutes the blood. Water is always keeping the, is diluting the blood, making the blood flow better. And so the water is always keeping you more in balance and flushing out, diluting the, diluting the sugar, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and having it push through the kidneys better and faster, having it go to where it needs to go better and faster. And then it dilutes the yeast out so you don't necessarily have the, the yeast infection. Right. Okay. That's, that's important to know. Cause we're always talking about, you need to drink more water. And here's another reason we talked about before the importance of drink, the importance of drinking water with the bacteria vaginosis, right. Mm-hmm. Or the BV. Um, Dr. Burst talked about important drinking water with vaginal dryness. Right. Mm-hmm. And sure. now we're, we're saying it again, that it's important with yeast to drink water. Right. To dilute right? The yeast so it can pass on through. Mm-hmm. So, so drink water. So when That's doctors right. say how much water you're drinking, they're really, I don't think, I don't think we stress that enough, right? The importance of mm-hmm. drinking water. Okay. I think people relate water to working out. I'm working out. I'm going to lose weight. I need to drink water. Right. 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 Even if you're 300 pounds, I wouldn't want to lose weight. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but, but every day you, even if you, if you 300 pounds, if you're 190 pounds, if you 85 pounds, you need to be drinking water, Correct. So your body can function properly. properly correct. 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 And oh. filtering, the, talking about your kidneys, filtering everything through and your liver, water pushes everything through. It makes it flow more. And I always tell women a good indication to look, to see how much water you're drinking is when you urinate, go to the mm-hmm. bathroom. Mm-hmm. You really, it shouldn't be a bright yellow color. If it's mm-hmm. a bright yellow or a dark yellow, you don't have enough water. In you your don't body. have enough water you in your body. And you know what? I literally always pay attention to it. I'm like, oh, you need to drink some water. You know what I mean? Because it it does your your body, your body will tell you what's wrong if you just listen and or pay attention. Hence is why we're seeing what is it? And Dr. Lori, what does it look like? Okay, so what what a yeast infection looks like. So if there's any women out here who have ever had a yeast infection, you know what it feels like. It itches it mm-hmm. itches it itches it itches mm-hmm. like <laughs> it, it itches <laughs> it itches you just yeah. want to scratch okay. um you will frequently um develop a, di- a discharge um a thick uh curd like discharge almost mm-hmm. cottage cheese in consistency mm-hmm. and there'll be a lot of it so okay. it'll just be like a little smith usually it's a a good bit of discharge and it's thick mm-hmm. um not not smooth mm-hmm. not creamy mm-hmm. you know not not soft but a thick curly remember usually they eat cottage cheese when you want to go on a diet everybody eat cottage cheese mm-hmm. and that's what the discharge of a yeast infection looks like it's small little curds um and that is um, and again it's very very itchy mm-hmm. to the point where it's very irritated and burny but the the key thing with that is the itch okay so you know, I, I know we're talking about vec, uh, vec, um, yeast, yeast, <laughs> but you said what, what it looks like. You said it's not smooth, it's not creamy, and it's not thick because what's smooth, what's creamy, and what's thick? Because when you say that, I know that you had something else in mind that actually is smooth, creamy, and thick, which while you're answering that question, then you can answer the difference between bacteria vaginosis, uh, I guess, 
discharge right. and uh, the yeast. So first, what's what's smooth, what's creamy, and what's thick? Well, the smooth, discharge we're talking the about. Smooth, creamy discharge is typically going to be a bacterial vaginosis, or maybe even an STD like trichomonas. That that's going to be like that smooth kind of creamy and thick. Mm -hmm. um, and and VV will frequently have a smell to it, like mm -hmm. a fishy kind of a ammonia smell. It will be bacterial vaginosis. A yeast infection doesn't typically have any smell related to it. Mm -hmm. It just it doesn't have a smell. It just but it has that, that thick, very curd-like discharge. So if you have a discharge, but it smells, it's probably not. Um, if it smells fishy, it's probably not a yeast infection. It's probably a, a bacterial vaginosis infection. Because does yeast does yeast have a smell? Yeast does not have a smell. It does, it does have a smell. It does not it have a smell. smell. Okay. So if there's an odor, it's probably not yeast. Correct. Which goes back to what you said before. You you wish you had invented monostat because monostat. everybody thinks every discharge is yeast infection and right. they're going to get monostat, which is over-the-counter synthetic that treats mm -hmm. yeast infection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, if you put some kind of cream in there, it might be something, but it it doesn't, it doesn't, um, yeast, like again, yeast does not have an odor attached to it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's typically not a fishy odor. So why do people, why do you think it is that when people have a yeast infection, they always think it's uh, or if they have bacterial vaginosis, if they have uh, uh, STD, they always go back to, I have a yeast infection. Why do you think that is? I think it's just popular, like pop culture. Like that's oh, like a mm -hmm. thing that people talk about all the time. Or if you wear your pants too tight, you'll get a yeast infection. Like yeah. If you do this or that, you get a yeast infection. If you do this or that. So I think it's just in people's heads that when there's ever, there's an irritation mm -hmm. or some kind of you know, bothersome in the vaginal area. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a yeast infection. Whether mm -hmm. or not they really understand what a yeast infection is. Mm -hmm. um, it is you, a woman, again, unless you're diabetic and you're out of control mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, or um, maybe some other, um, I think those, those are the two main things. Or like really now, I have had people with really poor diets, like mm -hmm. high sugar, yeah, you know, yeah. Eat lots of candy, yeah. you know, drink lots of soda, sugar, sugar, mm -hmm. sugar, no mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. They may be prone to yeast infections, but it's mm -hmm. not typical for a woman to get a yeast infection all of the time mm -hmm. or every month or every other month. If you if you think you're getting that every other month, you need to kind of go get checked out and see mm -hmm. what's happening and mm -hmm. see what's really going on Yeah, um, that that is happening for to you. So does, so bacterial vaginosis, which we talked about before, does or does not itch? It does it not itch. It, does it, not is itch. A, it is an irritation, maybe a little mm -hmm. bit of a, a burning, mm -hmm. but it's not an actual itch. It's not an actual itch. Okay. So, so as we're learning uh, the difference between these two, make sure that you're taking mental note so you will know and or go to your OBGYN. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to self-diagnose. <laughs> That's not really what Google was intended for, right? It was really for a point of reference, if you will, not to self-diagnose, right? Mm -hmm. What happens, Dr. Lori, if someone does not um, treat their yeast infection? What's the worst that can happen? Um, I mean, it's going to just continue. It can continue and it can go externally. Mm -hmm. um, it can go, you know, at, uh, into the creases around the vaginal area. It can kind of go um, in those. I see sometimes in older older women mm -hmm. um, who may have issues with 
with wetness or incontinence. Mm -hmm. They may get yeast kind of in the creases of their thighs and things mm -hmm. like of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, so usually if it's unchecked for a long time, it will just travel, but It'll that's travel. in the more severe cases. Mm -hmm. And so now you earlier, you talked about the pop culture and yeast, right? Mm -hmm. And you said that it's because they, they equate everything to yeast if you wear tight jeans. Now I heard that in college, right? Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. I heard it in, in, in high school because I went to white school and white girls tend to wear their jeans really, really tight. And so um, um, some of the older black girls used to say they're going to get a yeast infection. Uh, I didn't really know a lot about it then. And, you know, but I took it on to college and everybody else took it to college too. And that's just, that was a thing. Like don't wear tight, tight jeans because you'll get a yeast infection. Is that the truth or is that a myth? Dr. Lori? <clears throat> well, okay. So it's, um... <laughs> it's the whale part for me. <laughs> It's, it's, yeast, yeast will also grow like in a yeast, like warm, dark, sweet environments, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I think the theory behind the tight jeans is that, um, and, and again, a lot of times certain uh, populations of young ladies don't wear underwear as much either. So mm. you're talking about moisture in a dark place, in clothes no airflow, mm -hmm. um, et cetera, mm -hmm. that could, whatever, again, cause that yeast to get a little, to, to overgrow some, mm -hmm. um, but it's not uh, a given if your genes are touched, you're going to get a yeast infection. Mm -hmm. So, but so I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. No, no, no. Now I was going to say, so you said, you said that um, th this culture, this pop culture, they're not wearing underwear under jeans. I mean, I may be a little prune-ish, but I, I, did, I didn't yeah. know people wearing jeans. Yeah, I mean, well, you no know, thongs, underwear. Like thongs, you uh -huh. know, that's a different, that's a different, um, I don't know who invented thongs, but I don't know why. Um, <laughs> why? Um, and, and that's just, that's just a, a recipe for, you know, bacteria and things that just kind of push back and forth, you know. So the thongs are? The thongs are See, either Dr. Lori, this is important. This is important. This yeah. is important. Because you know, I'm not gonna call any names. I don't want anybody coming after me, but you know that a lot of intimate wear um stores, clothing yeah. stores, if you will, um, they sell a lot of thongs, if oh. you will, and oh. underwear that are cut in certain ways. So what you're telling us as the health professional is what about these thongs? Well, I mean, let's let's just make it plain. You have this thong on, right? Mm -hmm. You go to the restroom. You you know do whatever you're gonna do to the restroom. You pull the thong back up, mm -hmm. put the clothes back on. Um, the thong is in a very dark, tight place. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry about the train going by. Um, <laughs> a dark, tight place with you and your vaginal area and your secretions, and it's mm -hmm. all kind of just get in there together hmm. and you put these tight jeans on hmm. and it's just dark and it's warm and it's moist and it's just a recipe for microbes to want to overgrow mm -hmm. in that space mm -hmm. so and then if you if you're prone to anything like that you know for most women the anal the anal opening and the vaginal opening is only about this far apart yes. that's gonna be an inch and a half at the yeah. most so but you said for most women you said i'm sorry you said for most women i mean i i, I don't I, i'm not trying to dot your eyes across your teeth i'm just trying to make sure that i understand as well yeah. as everyone understands what you're saying when you say most women you mean all not not all like what 
Well, every woman's built a little bit different. Some have what okay. they, that, that area is called the perineum. Mm -hmm. And some women have a little bit of longer ones. Some have a very, very short one. Mm -hmm. Some have very little space between the anus and the vagina. Some have mm -hmm. a little bit more, but mm -hmm. average is about an inch or inch and a half. Okay. Space. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Understood. Okay. So now go back. So, so, so with the thongs, so, so you're saying because the thongs, because the, it's uh, maybe um, small or thin. It's, it's, a, it's a foreign object. Remember anything that bacteria can, bacteria travel, almost think of it like it's going on a train. So if you put, mm -hmm. if you put a path for bacteria mm -hmm. and yeast to travel on, it's going to travel back and forth. So mm -hmm. if, if you're, if you're, if you have the thong and it's kind of, you know, how they fit in the, within the, um, the anal fold mm -hmm, in mm -hmm, there, mm -hmm. and then you have this this track that leads straight to the vagina. Ah, understood. You know, there's mm -hmm. this an easy way for bacteria to go back and forth mm -hmm. from the anus to the vagina, and mm -hmm. the anus is kind of like all the bacteria, mm -hmm. and the vagina shouldn't have any. We don't, we don't want those mm -hmm. bacteria to mix if mm -hmm. at all possible. Mm -hmm. So you know that that has uh, played a role with with yeast mm -hmm. and bv and all that but mm -hmm. the the commonality of a common word is whenever there's a irritation it's automatically a yeast infection go mm -hmm. to some monostat or something and put mm -hmm. it in so dr Lori, so women are around here um being sexy mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it, you know this you know you know O older women, you know, we, 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 we too want to be sexy and feel that way, but we're not as out, if you will, with it, right. um, our sexuality and feeling sexy as um, th this, this culture, uh, uh, this pop culture, if you will, is. And so, but when you say that they, um, so they're wearing these thongs, right? They're, they're out here thinking, I feel sexy, right? Right. But they're wearing these thongs and they are called... It's an entrapment, right, for bacteria. <laughs> it is, it really is. It <laughs> to travel, right? It so is. you're you're and then especially those like some people wear them sometimes, right? But some some people like they they wear pride themselves as I only wear thongs. Okay, like right, you know what I mean? right, right. <laughs> I don't think although although you know although it, it may make you feel sexy and it may be your mindset, you know, but wearing them every day like that's a bit uncomfortable. Like really, what are you, you know what I mean? So, yeah. mm -hmm. and now you're saying now you're, now you're not making the, it, the situation better for me. Now you're saying that, Hey, not only is this song, these songs that people think are so sexy, right. Uh, in, uh, inconvenience and causing now they're causing problems. Right. Right. And you say you have to be careful. So for the women who want to wear thongs, right. They want to wear thongs. What would you suggest at, as a doctor, um, a, I guess a, we, we talk about, we, we always say that we don't, we don't want to say stop doing something because the moment you say stop doing it, people are going to do it, right? They're going to rebel. They're going to do it. So what would be, we, and then we say to do things in moderation. So what would be a good moderate uh, out of seven days amount of time to say, wear your thongs. If we well, can me, give women, cause they're gonna wanna know, they're gonna say, okay, well then how many days should I wear these? You right, know, right. you know, and before it's like, oh, okay. I need to stop wearing these. Uh, I had these on three days and like, what is your recommendation? What is your suggestion? Well, from well, thongs were, were created for a look in, in particular clothing to not have lines, et cetera. So, okay, come on, Dr. Lori, talk about talk about talk talk about why it came came into existence. That's right, educate us. 
Okay. <laughs> did, did, did not have lines, you know, yeah. panty lines and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, and every outfit doesn't require you to not show, like every outfit doesn't have lines that you see through it. Yeah. So I would say, you know, use them as you need to. If you're wearing an outfit that, you know, requires you to have that more sexy, more smooth look, then mm -hmm. obviously wear it, but not as an everyday. This is my go-to. This is my go-to thong. I mean, yeah. out, you know, you're, you're working, you're moving, it's eight, 10, 12 hours a day. Yeah. The multiple times. That's just a setup for bacteria to grow in that space that you don't yeah. want to grow. Yeah. And, and because we're, we're going to assume, but it may not be the case. So if, if a person's going to work, right. And they want to go out there evening that mm -hmm. evening, you know, take, take a shower, mm -hmm. get fresh mm -hmm. and then put your thongs on for a limited time limited frame time. and not like all day long. Right. right. Not an all day long situation. Right. Let so ladies, you heard it. Wear your thongs in moderation. Look, moderation. Eat in moderation. <laughs> Listen, it's always something. Eat in moderation. Drink plenty of water, and wear your thongs yeah, <laughs> in moderation. Because too much of anything, like your grandmother told you that, too much of anything yeah. just isn't good for you. Yeah. And now we're learning too many days of wearing your thongs yeah. can lead to, you know, you're wondering why you're pr so prone to infections and and, and right. these things. What are you doing? And one of those things is I wear thongs. I wear thongs all the time. I've literally heard people say this a lot. I always wear thongs, right? So, so that's where, so now we're understanding where the whole uh, tight jeans came from mm -hmm. with the thongs. And you know, our grandmothers, our grandmas wore like I, I was raised with my grandmother, so yeah. I wore granny yeah. panties for the longest. Like yeah, I, yeah, granny yeah. Because that's what she bought, so that's what I wore. Yeah, you know, it was some, it was something to that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Old yeah. people wore older people yeah. wore those kind of underwear because yeah. it was like, listen, yeah. so <laughs> In the day when you couldn't just easily get different meds and things, yeah. they had to keep yeah. that girl situated. Yeah, they said, yeah. Mm, see, that other is, stuff. listen, listen, and listen, and it, and 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 and, and side note, it did not stop them from having kids. That's what it and, is, and you can put the rest with that's that. It. Like it, it, it did not stop that, right? So you know that that's really for us women. Those those mm -hmm. underwear and undergarments are really for us it's really not for our partners because we're taking that off and they really they don't, don't care, care anyway they, don't, they, don't, they, they don't take it off anyway they don't even what they don't care what color it is take it off. Now, now women we're not telling you not to put no self-care into yourself we <laughs> just make it we're just connecting the dots right and when your grandmother told you to wear those granny panties granny like panties. Why do they name them granny panties? Because they were trying to say there's not a good look for you to wear. I'm like, mm, okay. That's what your okay, grandmama so. wore. Like that's your grandmother wore. Had <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, truly. That's the only one she had was different. They different white ones. And, and they were white, and most of them were white, which 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 is something else, right? Yeah. Right. So so Dr. Lori, so that because as we're talking about underwear, they talk about white underwear or white, the white cotton line versus oh, the silken. Mm -hmm the crouch and in the satin and so those things also dr laurie talk about not dr laurie i know you're not a fashion designer 
And I know that's not what you do, but you're the doctor and you've seen this stuff and you know what causes this and you know what your patients are doing. So help us to understand. I'm not saying Dr. Lori is now designing underwear, right? <laughs> Which maybe you should say for healthy for JJ. Here's the underwear you should be wearing. Healthy underwear. <laughs> this is what you should be wearing. So, but so talk about that with the underwear like what type you should be wearing. We talked about, it's not good to wear um, the, the thongs and, and wear them in moderation and, right. and if you're in a limited hours, but also what other types of underwear should you be wearing and why? Um, well, you want at least some cotton in the crotch because it's absorbent. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, with the moisture, you're, it's, it's a cold, it's a dark place, it's warm. It's a, it's a reservoir for bacteria and yeast to overgrow. Mm -hmm. And when you have like the satiny, like you, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be graphic, but when you, if you have on- No, be graphic. No, no, go ahead. Be graphic. Be graphic. Ahead. If you have on like, you know, you take off the satiny underwear, the crotch mm -hmm. is satiny. If it's mm -hmm. moist, it's kind of like moist all the time. It's not like it, it can, it doesn't suck the moisture in. It just holds it there. It uh -huh. just keeps it there at your vaginal opening as opposed to something with cotton. The cotton will kind of dry out and, you know, because mm. it's designed to be absorbent. So mm. it's the, the materials that they make, we make underwear with now, they're, they're cute and they're sexy and they're silky and they're pretty mm -hmm. and all those mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily designed for great vaginal hygiene and great vaginal health because they trap moisture. Mm -hmm. And you sit in there, you sit in there eight, 10, 12 hours a day and the moisture gets trapped in there and you end up having additional issues that you don't necessarily need to have. Dr. Lori, I don't, I'm not sure why people don't talk about this, but you just, when you just said great vaginal hygiene, right? Mm -hmm. That is something that we need to talk about more. How do you have great vaginal hygiene? We put so much time and energy on um, wanting to be sexy for our partner, um, wanting to go and, and losing weight. And, and not saying that losing weight is a bad thing or getting shape, I should say, getting shape. But how often do we talk about our uh, vaginal hygiene or having great or, or good vaginal hygiene? Like how often do we talk about that? And we know that looking at the shelves and as you say, is, is the OBGYNs are busy that the a lot of women are not having great vaginal hygiene, not even good vaginal hygiene. Mm -hmm. So in having some of the things that we need to do to have um, good vaginal hygiene is pay attention to our underwear, right? Right, right. And drink water. Drink water, what you put into your body. Um, and, you know, when it's become popular, it's do a whole lot of, we're going stick stuff, <laughs> stick things in yeah. there. Yeah. We don't steam clean it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And, all types of things and you don't have to do all those things mm -hmm. um you know you, you just don't have to do all of those mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. to clean anything out there shouldn't be that much going on in there mm -hmm. um you know unless you got unclean penises of course mm -hmm. it's always the penis yeah. problem yeah. it's always their fault mm -hmm. um but uh to, you shouldn't have to do that much to that area to mm -hmm. keep it clean and fresh you wash it you know you use a gentle a gentle cleanser or gentle soap or whatever mm -hmm. don't stick mm -hmm. too much in there you know mm -hmm. you know um dr burst and i in vaginal dryness we were talking about um things how 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 it may look and what what you may see or what your vaginal walls may look like and so in that we i discovered this really 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 
point that nobody is talking about. And women don't look at their vaginal areas mm-hmm. with a mirror, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to, I'm going to get some mirrors and I'm going to start giving them to them. And I, and I challenged Dr. Burson, which I'm going to do to you also, if you're not already doing it, to have mirrors in your room. And while you're waiting and you say, get undressed, take a mirror. It, it, Cause even if the thought was, is even if they do it once a year at their annuals, right? Mm-hmm. That once a year at their annuals, they're looking at their vaginal area because it's it's just like other parts of your body. If you don't know what a change is, if you don't know what, what it looked like yesterday or last year, and then this year it looks different, you don't know that it's changed. The only way to recognize a change is to be aware of what it looks like. And so mm-hmm. a lot of women are not looking at their vagina their vaginal areas, I probably should say. Um, so they're not looking. So we have to start saying to what the first step to have a great vaginal hygiene is knowing what you look like down there, right? Yeah, exactly. 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 And and when and when something changes, no, um women coming to me all the time, they're like, I look down there and it doesn't look right. And yeah, you know, they I yeah. get quite a few visits that yeah. are like that, and you know, they just are unaware or it looks different than what they've seen before and yeah I'll go in and tell them it's this or it's that or you may have something you know a prolapse or whatever but yeah yeah but they, they come in like something is wrong yeah yeah the women the women the women who are are looking but haven't looked um mm. haven't looked consistently then they see something and and and, and like dr burns was saying um it is it's not the most prettiest thing right in the world oh. beauty is an eye to beholder but that was right. those are her that, words. That part, <laughs> that part, that part. <laughs> her words. So, you know, she like you were just saying though, you have people to come in and say that, oh, this I see this, and you're saying, well, that's normal, right? Mm-hmm. And but you have to be able to be aware the same way that um the doctors, the same that you say, look at your breast, look in the mirror, look at your breast, look at your body. So mm-hmm. you will notice changing. I'm one of those persons. I mean, I'm analytical, I'm always paying attention. I can tell you, oh, I have some, oh, I must have, oh, I've been out in the sun because I got heat bumps in my chest. You know, I've called you like mm-hmm. I got these bumps in my chest because I, I didn't see it because I'm I'm always looking in the mirror. Like I want to look in the mirror, I want to see what's going on. So I can now tell the doctor, hey, look, I got these bumps in my chest. It's like, have you been out in the sun? Have you been? How was you exposed? You know, you you have these heat bumps. So you have to be aware of what your vaginal area is looking looking like because you because you said great vaginal hygiene. I absolutely love that. I'm stealing that. You're going to hear it again and again because when, I mean, even even this weekend on the trip, you know, this weekend on the trip, the ladies would they would like try and ask me something maybe about the pellets or maybe about uh, the podcast topics. And I would be like, now listen, this is going to sober me up because this is work. Now, ask me tomorrow because I don't want to be sobered up. You know, it's a waste of money. So <laughs> ask me tomorrow because, but what I'm saying is that because the, the thing is, is that they felt comfortable enough to ask me the questions and people shun the topics. Um, and, and so people don't feel comfortable asking, you know, it, it, Asking the doctor, they may not even. Some people say I go to the doctor all the time. I have an ex doctor now. Why I don't understand. And right, that's, why that's very true. I get people inboxing me, yeah, asking me questions. I'm like, well, you talk to her. They're like, well, no, and I'm like, yeah. well, talk to them. You know, yeah. they know your history. But you know, it is it is a, a problem that we have in our mm-hmm. medical community mm-hmm. where there is 
a very large disconnect, unfortunately, between the medical professionals and the patients mm -hmm. um, in, in many arenas, especially people of color. So um, that is something that the medical community has to do better mm -hmm. on uh, mm -hmm. with, with trying to bridge those those gaps and, mm -hmm. and bridge that communication space because mm -hmm. you know it's people they all they just asking people that you know and and this is not to sound mm -hmm. elitist but you went to high mm -hmm. school and studied marketing and they're asking you mm -hmm. how to, you know what do you use for menopause yeah absolutely don't know and no absolutely that person has a better online presence or mm -hmm online following or whatever, mm -hmm. as opposed to asking a regular a physician who, who mm -hmm, trained mm -hmm. for it. So mm -hmm, and there's mm -hmm. so much misinformation. Um, I, I read something recently, Some someone, I think she was a hairdresser, wrote this whole long thing about yeast infections. And mm. you know, yeast infections are normal. You get them, all people, everybody gets them. And I was like, no. And funny enough, um, my hairstylist, who's also been a patient for years, mm -hmm. copied it and said, is any of this true? Yeah. And sent it to me. And I was like, no, she's wrong. She, so she said it back. It was like, well, my doctor said. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. No, yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, no, yeah. Dr. Lord, you're absolutely correct about that. I, and, and you know, that's funny. You, I, in my mind, I was thinking I wanted the same thing I saw. But I was actually on a live on Facebook. And there was a conversation be between a hairstylist, was two hairstylists, and they were literally talking about yeast on your scalp and things that you put on your scalp um, will cause the yeast on your scalp. And they are also called vaginal yeast infection. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to say anything, but that right. just don't sound right. And I hate when people give out this rhetoric because it makes it harder for people to understand and educate themselves because they have all this back information that's really not important or, or is not the truth. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, they're saying, like, stop saying things. Listen, I say I'm a health educator because I want to take out the intimidation of people going to the doctor and asking their doctor's questions. I don't want to make, I want to make sure that they're understanding things. Right. But I am not on here while I, while I have a, 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 a vast knowledge of a lot of different subject matters. It is important for me to have a professional on here that do this all the time. You know, even in their sleep, like you said, I catch babies, like you catch babies and you, Help women have great vaginal hygiene. See, I That's just hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I think how big nasty fibroids. <laughs> yeah, fibroids. <laughs> yeah, you take a big nasty fibroids, right? Which, which people, which people on social media are saying they have a cure for it, right? So, yes. yeah, they're trying to help you not take them out, Doctor Lori. Good luck. Let me know how it goes, right? <laughs> Well, you know, they, they, that's, that's, that's a whole nother show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Whole other show, the fibroid yeah. topic. Yeah. But, um, but, and, and, and just to, just to pick, go back for a quick second, mm -hmm. you can get yeast on other parts of your body. Mm -hmm. you Correct. You can mm -hmm. get yeast on your skin. Um, sometimes, especially my ladies who are heavy, heavy mm -hmm. set often mm -hmm. will get yeast mm -hmm. in the fold underneath their breasts. Sometimes mm -hmm. they, it will look red. It will mm -hmm. be itchy, like mm -hmm. like like it's a like I say, yeast is itchy. Mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. itch, it'll be red. There may be small bumps, and it'll be itchy. Sometimes mm -hmm. the skin will be broken, mm -hmm. and they'll say, "I have this rash." And they'll pull their breast up, and it'll be red up under there. And I'm gonna go, "Hey, yes, some some skin yeast." Mm -hmm. But again, typically obese, typically diabetic, typically um, you know poor diet, et cetera, they will mm -hmm. also get that red area again in between the folds of the thigh, between the thigh crease. Mm -hmm. I'll see it there as well. Um, 
same same person uh, obese um, or older with incontinence issues or diabetic mm -hmm. um that is not the same one in your vagina you could have some in your vagina uh -huh. I, that was going to be my question that was yeah, gonna be my question it's not and and not the same and, um it's not the same mm -hmm. um it may not even be the same species of yeast. I don't even gonna go down that path. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. The candida family, mm -hmm. which is the, pro the proper name is candida. Mm -hmm. And there's different types of candida as well. Mm -hmm. But um, that's not to say, it's not gonna travel from up under your breast into your vagina. That's mm -hmm. not how it works. Mm -hmm. That's not how it's going to happen. But people hear that and make a relationship that isn't necessarily there probably just to trying to get a, a handle on them on their own understanding yeah frequently make relationships that aren't that don't exist and so the, and so the yeast that's on your scalp mm -hmm. is not the same yeast correct and if you have yeast on your scalp it doesn't mean you're going to have a vaginal yeast infection correct one more time can you say that doc because because yes. i'm because i'm not the doctor right right Dr. Lori, could you say that part? Because people are literally out here saying that. Like you said, you heard it. I heard it from yes. two different people. So yes. we have these stylists that want to um, be, oh, I'm the new educated stylist out here, you know, right. and they can't, and they can't educate in their profession, right? Okay. But you're not on here. You're not on here telling us about, uh, make sure that you're washing your hair three, four times a week. And right. that's not what you're doing. You're doing what you do, right? So, so. People should stop giving rhetoric and rhetoric is just information that's really not important. Doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? So. And, and most scalp fungal infections, if I could step onto that page mm -hmm, for a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay. Step on the page. Dr. They're, they're, they're called tinea. They're mm -hmm. tinea infections. Mm -hmm. It is a fungus, but mm -hmm. it is not a yeast fungus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, most scalp is tinea capitis. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's more like, um, it's more akin to almost, it's in the ringworm family. Mm -hmm. so more, more yeast on the scalp is more like a ringworm. Or the fungus on the scalp is a more ringworm family. Okay. So again, two different types of funguses. Mm -hmm. um, and then yeast, of course, like I said, the yeast on your scalp is not the same yeast in your vagina, nor mm -hmm. is it going to travel from your scalp to the back, to the vagina. It's okay. Not, it's not going to do that. Okay. And so, and so the fungus, um, mm -hmm. when you say the fungus, um, you use the word fungus instead of yeast. Why did you do that? I use fungus because yeast is, is, is under the category of fungus. Okay. Mm -hmm. so yeast is a fun a type of a fungus. Okay. Um, but there's more than one type of fungus. Okay. Okay. Understood. So the yeast in your vagina area, mm -hmm. does that fall under fungus also? It does. Okay. It does. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Understood. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. I'm just trying to make sure everybody, everybody is clear on what we're talking about. Okay. So Dr. Lori, we've talked about what it is. Some of the, some of the things that can cause you to get it. Now let's talk about how you treat yeast, <laughs> a true yeast infection that, that you really, so can most people, um, to know that I have a yeast infection and treat themselves or should they be going to the doctor for a yeast infection? Okay. If you think you have the million a dollar question, infection. the million dollar question. <laughs> if you think you have a yeast infection, mm -hmm. and particularly if you don't have a reason for having a yeast infection, mm -hmm. meaning this, you did not just take antibiotics. Mm -hmm. You did not just, you know, drive four hours in a wet bikini or bathing mm -hmm. suit or something and have excess moisture. Mm -hmm. You do you are not diabetic. 
and you have a yeast infection more than even once a year, you Mm -hmm. really need to go get checked out. Mm-hmm. There are other causes of vaginal irritation and mm-hmm. discharge that um, are not yeast that you could be falsely treating and be, you're mi- usually misdiagnosing yourself. Mm, okay. So you heard that. Dr. Laurie Johnson yeah. said, go to the doctor. Right. If you're having more than one yeast infection in a year, there's 365 days. Right. If, if, so if you have one in winter, then have one in summer. At that summer one, you should go to the doctor, right? You should. You should. Again, unless you have some identifiable cause. Yeah. If you yeah, have yeah. all types of things, I took it. And, I, yeah. and and frequently, even when I give out UTI medication, I'll say, well, here, it's common to get yeast infection after you're having this UTI. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm going to give you this, this uh, pill mm-hmm. and you can have it in case mm-hmm. you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, the the yeast infection regimen, um, there's a pill called fluconazole or diflucan is the brand name, mm-hmm. been around for years. And typically that it's a one pill treatment, mm-hmm. take it and it will clear up the problem and life kind of goes on as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also ones that are used by cream applicator that you mm-hmm. can use. There's various brands. They all, all uh, do about the same thing. The, the monostat is the over-the-counter preparation. Mm-hmm. Then there's turconazole. There's different ones, and there's mm-hmm. the vaginal, um, like mm-hmm. uh, for for the, for the synthetic treatment of uh, yeast infection. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, now let's talk about um, natural treatments mm-hmm. because everybody into is into natural everything, or so they think, right? right. And, and, and I do like to, if, if there is a treatment natural to, to talk about it. Right. But sometimes there isn't, and sometimes we're doing things that's just not working. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, so, so let me talk about douching again. You know, one of the things that we talked about before is that douching isn't as popular because it's not at the bottom of the shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Dr. Right. Burris had mentioned that it's not as popular as it was. And that's why I, I was telling her when you had me to go look at the pad for uh, incontinence. Mm-hmm. That that when I looked, I saw that the douching products were on the bottom shelf, right? Mm-hmm. And she says because a lot of people are not douching as often as they used to, right? So, but people do douche, if you will, mm-hmm. to call themselves treating yeast. A yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, not to my knowledge, will a douche clean a yeast infection? It will clean some of the discharge out, mm-hmm. um, but the yeast will typically come right back. Mm-hmm. Um, it may relieve the symptoms for a time though. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people get symptom relief and treatment confused. Okay. Relieve a symptom, mm-hmm. but not necessarily treat the issue. Oh, I like that. I like that, Dr. Lori. You said sometimes people get symptom mm-hmm. relief and treatment confused, mm-hmm. right? right? Because 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 they feel better in the moment. Correct. But it doesn't mean it's gone away. That's- oh, Dr. Lori, that was good. That, that people people really need to know that don't confuse symptom relief with treatment that's right because uh-huh. uh-huh. you're like oh i feel better it must be gone and then it's not and you're like oh and it comes back and then you're like you know so you're going to go back and forth with it uh-huh. um with with these so i we use sometimes for own um, for chronic yeast who have problems with it because of various reasons, um, mm-hmm. and those are typically metabolic again. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes boric acid ovules will help 
mm-hmm. uh, with the treatment of yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, when I see someone who has chronic yeast infections, we try to go down the line. Okay, what things can we talk about? What things can we, you know, we go into, you know, diet, dietary mm-hmm drinking water what kind mm-hmm. of sugar you bathe and mm-hmm. that we check mm-hmm. your a1c we check your just, we're going mm-hmm. down the list of why is this happening on a mm-hmm. regular basis mm-hmm. um do you have any immune that's i didn't mention that before any autoimmune mm-hmm. diseases mm-hmm. um uh one of the um one of the things we used to see back in the early the 90s Mm-hmm. Um, AIDS was newer. People were mm-hmm. present with yeast in the mouth called thrush. Mm-hmm. Called thrush. Correct. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And so that was like mm, thrush. That might be, you know, HIV. It might be. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So you know, again, anytime the immune system is compromised for other reasons, if I see someone who's having chronic issues with these, we try to just look and see what else is happening mm-hmm. um, across the board as to why we having it. Now, uh, interesting tidbit um, in husbands mm-hmm. have diabetes mm-hmm. and they're not controlling it well mm. sometimes because of the sweetness of the semen mm-hmm. the woman will get a yeast infection I've okay seen that happened mm-hmm. i know that's a lot right it's okay no, no 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 let me just be clear <laughs> only because you use the word sweetness I, I just gotta get have clarity because you use the word sweetness because right. sweetness is adhered to, to, to taste right so when you Okay. Well, the sugar content of the semen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's a little change. We'll say the sugar mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. No, no, no. But let's just go back to that. They may get a yeast infection because of, from vaginal or from oral. Vaginal. Sex? No, vaginal. Oh, okay. Vaginal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah. Because if the, if the semen is high in sugar content, mm-hmm. the yeast in the woman's body will respond to that sugar that was in the semen. So um, is that rare? Is that rare? Um, uh, Dr. Johnson, is that rare that that happens um, with diabetic uh, husbands? And husbands, is um, that, or partners? We're going to partners, partners. Um, not as rare as you would think. Actually, it's kind of mm-hmm. one of those things where we're trying to run down that process of elimination. And I'll say, well, what about your husband? And she goes, mm-hmm. oh, well, he he is diabetic. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Thing, that's what it is. And they go, really. Yeah, Dr. Lori, that's important because we are having a, a higher percentile of Black men that are um, are being di- are diabetic, right? And Correct. so women need to understand that if they are and they're and, and it's uncontrollable, they don't have it under control, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because if they have it under control, then they're fine. Just sure. as if the okay. So if it's if if it's if it's not under control, then then they may pass on or interrupt your vaginal um flow or, or bacteria or yeast correct. that you have and then and then the yeast infection happens right that's correct so that's why you need to go to the doctor to let the doctor know you gotta let the doc- hey listen nobody knows you better better than yourself right mm-hmm. and the doctor does not live with you so the doctor can only give you information based on what they tell you what you see right Mm-hmm. So that's why the doctors ask all those questions and nobody ever wants to fill out those questionnaires like, oh my gosh, some more paperwork. Yeah, we don't, and we're not judging you. We're yeah. not asking you to judge you. We're not asking you. Yeah. We don't care how many partners you yeah. have. We just want yeah. to know do we test for how many disease we need to test for. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no, yeah. Not, yeah, we're not judging you. We're not asking questions to, to, mm-hmm. to hide it, you know, mm-hmm. so you can hide it. We need to give you the best answer for what 
mm-hmm. you know, you have going on and get mm-hmm. you the best solution. Cause you know, sometimes you go back and forth with a patient, you're trying to figure it out. And then like three visits in they're like, well, because so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like, why don't you yeah. say that the first day? This yeah. is what the problem is. And it gives a whole, a whole different, a whole different uh, pathway. Yeah. Yeah. And so Dr. Lori, and, and this is, this is a sidebar conversation, but it's very important. So are STDs um, going up or down? Because uh, I don't seem to hear about, oh, mm, I don't seem to hear about it as much. Is it because of my age? Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't hear about it as much. I don't even hear the schools. I was talking to an educator um, in the school system um, last week, and we were talking about health education and you know parent pushback and all those things and how the kids need it. And she talked a lot about pregnancy, right? And she was saying that the pregnancy rate had gone down some, mm-hmm. right? But even if pregnancy rate has gone down, it's still important to educate because you're saying that it's gone up. Is it going up during coronavirus? You've noticed or just overall? It, it, it's the pregnancy rate or STD rate? STDs. Uh, as, oh, I don't, I don't think that COVID's made a difference um, mm-hmm. in it really. I think um, I thought people were supposed to be in the home. So how do you still out? Okay. All right. Well, it, you know, yeah. that's a million, <laughs> that's a million dollar question. So you, you still know? have been busy with STDs during COVID time? Cause now we've been in COVID for like from this time, from this time yeah. last year up until like now or really now, but people are still thinking a month yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Exactly. But, but yeah, so, we, so we you still to- treating it? Yeah, we're treating it. Um, speaking, speaking. You know what? What this and this um, and this is kind of gonna take us down another path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. come back. But yeah. yeast, frequent yeast infections can mm-hmm. often be, um, or what people think can also often be mild herpes outbreaks. Mm. And so that's you know, and and the natural history of a herpes outbreak is. You get it. You're irritated for a few days. May have a little bit of a discharge. And in a matter of seven to 10 days or so, it goes away. That's just the natural history of the outbreak, unless it's very, very severe. So mm-hmm. women will get that outbreak or get that irritation, run by that monostat, put it in a couple days, a few days later, it's gone. They're like, okay, it's fine. Hmm. Um, but we, we diagnose, diagnose a lot of uh, herpes, general herpes. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I kind of go back and I pull the history, many times, oh, well, I do get yeast a lot. Nah, was was it all? It wasn't always yeast. So, 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 so you're saying that the yeast can sometimes uh, um, be a, a prelude to? Um, no, I'm saying it's two separate things. It's two separate like things. People think it's always a yeast infection. Uh huh. But what I'm saying is that, but what you just described is that it sometimes is connected because they've had uh, reoccurring yeast infection. And sometimes you see that it's um, herpes, general they, herpes. They think it's reoccurring Oh, understood. Oh, understood. Okay, they think right. that it's. Oh, they they think that, but it's but it's actually, you have herpes. Correct. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Understood. Yeah, no, yeah. Dr. Lori, listen, in having great vaginal hygiene, there's a lot to talk about, right? You know, you know, we're we're doing this series of uh sexual health in women, and um, but there are there are a lot of topics that we can talk about that women just don't know. And I know these topics that we've talked about it will bring on questions um for people. And so some of the, what, what, what are the biggest takeaways, Dr. Lori, that you want us to remember about, um, yeast infections other than, other than go to the doctor. I'll say that part. Go to go, the doctor. Yeah. Go, go see the doctor. Go see your doctor and, <laughs> and be diagnosed for sure. Yeah. Um, to make sure what you, what's really going on with I'm you, sure um, oh. avoid the, um, the urge to self-treat. Mm-hmm. Um, drink plenty of water. Remember, most most the vagina will be a reflection of what's going on internally. So mm-hmm. whatever you're putting in, drink lots of water. Mm-hmm. Um, keep everything flowing well. And if it just doesn't feel right, um, make sure you're coming to see us. Mm-hmm. And if you find yourself legitimately having yeast infections frequently, don't just stop at getting that treatment go to the doctor again mm-hmm. and get worked up for what could be causing those issues. Mm-hmm. Cause it could be something more serious like early diabetes, pre-diabetes, mm-hmm. immune disorder, something like that, that's making you prone to that. So mm-hmm. I guess the takeaway is just don't try to handle it on your own. Mm-hmm. Go get some, go get some assistance. And as I always say, treat your doctor like you treat your hairdresser. Yeah. Whatever, go find the one that's going to work for you and stick yeah. with that one. Yeah. Now, Dr. Lori, now you say that, but I mean, I really do because I, I, I'm going to call you about everything. I'm, I may be one of those persons that the more you know, the more you think it is, it may not be. But if it, if I think a little bit, well, let me, let me call one of these doctor friends of mine. <laughs> And see what's going on with all things, right? Right. You literally helped me through COVID. Like, you was like, I was like, uh, uh, Dr. Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting outside and it's hot. I probably got the summer cold. And I remember it like yesterday. You said, sis, there is no summer cold. (laughs) It's probably COVID. (laughs) And it was. (laughs) There's no summer cold. (laughs) Not, not now. It's probably COVID. And it was right. And I know that, you know, everyone does not have the relationships that I have. And that's why, again, I try and get out this information to them, but just thank you for even just being willing to, you know, I I keep, I keep saying this because this really and truly is the truth. I get people all the time to say, well, I want to be a part of um, your podcast and I want to be a part of what you're doing, but it's important for me to, for people to have a passion for what they're doing and actually want to make, bring about change, want to, want to be able to have us educated and have a partnership with the community. So they feel comfortable to come to the doctors and everyone doesn't have that thought process in mind. They just, Oh, let me, let me get on here. Let me advertise. And so thank you so much for allowing me. I literally wear you out. You probably wear you out the most, but thank you so very much. I mean, I really, I really appreciate your smartness. I mean, I, I mean, I really do. I appreciate your smartness and willing to educate people that look like us Afro descendants about things that we need to know and not just have rhetoric, but actually have factual information. So I, 
I know I talked about doc, talk about doc, Dr. Laura our time, and I said she's my favorite, but I'm like my Aunt Nia. Everybody's my favorite. You know, Aunt Nia say, you're my favorite. Whoever's around at the time, Aunt Nia say, you're my favorite niece. I'm really, like, I'm really your favorite <laughs> you're, <laughs> Dr. Laura, you're my favorite today. I won't say, say, say nobody. You're not going to get me beat up. But what I, I but, but what I want you to know is how do people come to see you? Okay, because Dr. L hey, Dr. Laura is gonna give it to you straight, no chaser, as you see on here, and she's gonna and stop doing things and go to the doctor, right? Yes. If you don't have insurance, let us help you try to get some insurance. Um, um, or just pay cash. I was, I, was, I was about to say, I was about to say, it's not gonna cost as much as that weave. And I'm not telling people not to get weave. I'm not judging on their look and their appearance. But what I'm saying is not going to cost that much. Go mm -hmm. to the doctor and pay because you pay for what you get, like you pay for what you eat. Mm -hmm. And also you pay for what you need to have great vaginal hygiene. So Dr. Lori, tell the people, thank you for that. Thank you for that phrase, Dr. Lori, that you're going to hear a lot. But tell everyone how to get in contact with you and or how to schedule yes. a, visit. a visit. Are you taking new, are you taking new patients, oh, Dr. Lauren? We, 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 we take new patients all the time. Well, a lot of, a lot of doctors um, are not taking new patients. They'll tell you in a minute, I'm not taking yeah, new patients. We, so. I know we, we see people, they find me, they Google yeah. search me, they, yeah. they page me, beat me. Now, um, yeah. we're at, uh, I'm the owner of Just For You Women's Healthcare. We're in Locust Grove, Georgia, which is just 30 minutes or 20 minutes south of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Um, we are, are located in, again, in Locust Grove. Our number is 678-814-4700. And you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Dr. Lori J, Dr. L-O-R-I-E-J. Sometimes I post videos about things and I drop little gems and um, you can DM me with questions sometimes and uh, I can get back to you and things like that. So yeah. please give us a call, come by, yeah. see us, uh, call for us. Make an appointment. Make an did you, appointment. Did you, did you get a number? Did you did you give your phone number? Can you give your phone number, please? I did. Six, oh, you get seven eight eight one four four seven zero zero. That's our office number. We'll be happy to speak to you. My staff is really really nice. We make them. I beat them if they're not nice. No, yeah, I don't beat them, but <laughs> but we do really try to go good customer service. So uh -huh. we um. And, and then let Dr. Lori know you heard her on the podcast. On the podcast. And, mm -hmm. and yes. you really and you really want to have great vaginal hygiene. So you're starting with going to and, and it's important that you go to a doctor that you trust, right? Yes. That you trust is going to give you information that's going to help you, right? And that you trust is going to help you understand and you not be intimidated. And like you said, something very important. You said, we don't judge, right? right. Never judge, never mm -hmm. judge you just coming in trying to figure out what's going on and trying to help you out. Um, and a lot of doctors are, aren't doing, you know, they're not, they're missing things. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that's about, mm -hmm. but some doctors aren't doing some of the things they used to do and they're mm -hmm. missing things. I just, mm -hmm. I see people all the time like, I'm like, what's this? And they're like, oh, I don't know. So, mm -hmm. you know, just come by and mm -hmm. see us. And mm -hmm. so you can get a thorough chat. exam. Yeah, yeah. we'll chat mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. We'll have a little mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. You can see my face. I have my mask on when you come to see me because yeah. it's COVID, but yeah. Um, if you need, if you're looking for uh, another doctor or looking for a good doctor, come by and see us and we'll be glad to take care of you.
Yeah, no. Thank you, Dr. Lori. As always, this has been a great show. I mean, I, I mean, listen, I say I'm a forever learner, but I like educating people and I like even making, you know, I always say if you can just change one person, you really literally change the million, right? Because another person is going to tell another person, another person is going to tell another person. Yeah. But I know that people are talking about what we're doing and they're excited about the entire series. Like they, like literally people keep coming to me like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. They're excited. So I'm excited that we're able to educate them in this um, vaginal health and sex series. So you'll see Dr. Lori back because you know she gives it to you straight with no chaser. So, and, and although we need everyone else, we need different, we need a different personality. I love that Dr. Lori gives it to you straight with no chaser. Although Dr. Bursa tell you last weekend, she made me blush. It was so, it was, I could not get myself back together. She was so funny last weekend and she made me blush so hard. I, uh, Dr. Lori, I can't, I can't wait till you see it. You, I mean, literally I said, if I was pale, I would have been literally just red in the face. She was really very comical um, last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. Dr. Burst, enough is enough. Like I got to get off here with you. I cannot, I got to get myself together to just even end the show. I was having a hard time, but I really enjoy the energy that that you ladies um uh, you doctors bring um to the show to help us educate because we know that if we're going to be talking speaking in a mundane boring tone nobody is going to want to learn nor would they listen so that's why it's important for us to be engaging and acting more of having a conversation than um giving out medical jargon if you will so thank you, Dr. Lori. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And congratulations on all the wonderful things that you're doing. You have to go and follow Dr. Lori, as she said, so you can see all the wonderful things she's doing. And it, as people always say to me, now, don't forget, I knew you first. That's what people always say to me. <laughs> That's so, it. so as you're on the world stage, right? as you're on the world stage, and I'm not going to say, and I know you people want to be nosy and be like, ooh, world stage, what is she doing? Go follow her because she has it on her page, what she's doing, and it's very exciting. Go follow her on her page and find out what she's doing because you know you nosy, right? And you know you want to know. So go check her out and make an appointment and get yourselves checked out. Thank you, Dr. Lori. Bye. Thank Until you, next Ronnie. time. Until have next your, time. Yeah, have a good day and um, I'm going to stop being intimidated by this, um, zoom and learn how to just X you out with a one click. And then instead of searching around, like, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? But thank you, Dr. Lori. Have a good day. You as well, dear. Okay. Bye. <laughs> that was really, really good. Um, so I am excited about, uh, Dr. Lori. Um, I'm excited about this. Um, let me get my little thing together back here. Um, I'm excited about our um, artist for today. If I can just get it to play. Hmm. Let's see what's going on with our um, music here. Technical difficulties, technical difficulties. Let's see what's going on. Okay, now th there we go. No, nope, I'm gonna start this over. 
So my soul note for today, something to help you breathe. This is my feature artist, Legacy. And from her Let Love Rule album, as you see it here over my shoulder, How Are You Gonna Add To Me is one of my favorite songs. It was my New Year song when I turned 53 slash 35. How are you going to add to me? Because I only want positive energy around me. I only want things that are, that's going to be uplifting, help me be in good health. So let us see, it's actually our soul note artist uh, for today. Remember that um, if you want to, if you want to get this album and all of her album, this isn't the current album. It's just one of my favorite ones. Let love rule. You can go to Lettucey's website uh, at lettucey.com and check out her music. Um, Lettucey is an independent artist, and I want to make sure that I'm featuring independent artists because they're doing it all themselves. So go check out Lettucey. Go check out how are you going to add to me? She is our soul note feature artist. Well, it's been fun. I have enjoyed this entire segment on yeast infection. I want you to remember a few things, as I always say. Number one, we repeat what we don't repair. You heard what I said. We repeat what we don't repair. And also, when life moves and your mind does too, remember to breathe. It will get you through. I'm Kai Ianta Burks. I am the soul of public health. You've been listening to the rhythm notes of public health. I have enjoyed you. I am looking forward to the rest of this series, Vaginal Health and Sex in Women series. And we're going to be doing a men. So until next time, take care. Remember to breathe. Remember, we repeat what we don't repair. So start getting a repair to the things that you know that are bothering you by going to the doctor and tuning in. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.